Welcome everybody to another live episode of PBR Proof Beyond Reason coming Semi at you. Semi live. I'm live doing it right now. If you're listening, you're live. If you're listening, you're a live. Yeah, if you're, 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 you're alive. If you're you're alive sure. right now. Ivan's so, back as that's well. That's it. Yeah. Religion, man. I was out for a week, you know. I got hit. I got a drunk driver. God bless his soul, man. Uh, but but I got hit and I'm here. I'm back. Back, back in the basement in the water house. Yes. You're not gonna hear any trains, but you'll definitely hear some water running. And and part of the reason why we got so much energy is that he brought these airheads. And I'm looking at it and airheads are nut free <laughs> and gluten free. That is what's up. They have no one new. They have a lot of artificial stuff, but if you have a nut allergy or gluten allergy, Airheads is your snack. So Airheads, hit us up, Airheads. If you want to be our sponsor, <laughs> we down, airheads.com. Let's, let's get it. Let's give a shout out to our actual sponsor, <laughs> Matthew Movement. Uh, where would you believe you guys can check them out at MatthewMovement.com or Matthew Movement on Facebook. Check them out, guys. Super, super hot clothing line. And uh, and super excited to be here, man, this yep. week. Super excited. We will be talking about this week evil. Mm. Evil. So let's just jump right into it, man. Okay, so last week and the week before, we've been touching on uh, fake news. We've been touching on the occult. What is what is an occult? And uh, And all of that, people can say that those things lead into or are evil in itself. And so this week we're going to touch on what is that? What is the word evil? Where does evil stem from? Can it be categorized? Is it subjective or is it relative? So what is evil? I mean, Stanford University categorizes evil as anything immoral or malevolent. Dividing into two different categories, natural or moral evil. Any immoral or what? Malevolent. Malevolent. Is that a Disney film? That, that, is, not, that is Maleficent. <laughs> 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 and that film, a lot of people were upset about because that made the bad guy, the evil person, look good. Yes. It was a twist on what it... What, the bad person that we've always seen, like, wait, that's the witch, that's the person, and now it's good. You know that the show um, that actually became one of the greatest shows to ever be made was Breaking Bad. And the good guy who originally started as a good, honest yep. employee became what you would deem an evil, yeah, evil drug cooking. lord. Uh-huh. And uh, and and he was the f- most favorite character ever, you know, like in yeah. TV history, yeah. among the most favorite characters ever. You see a silhouette of a bald head, and you know who it is. You oh know, yeah, you already know. Jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah. Heisenberg all day. Uh huh. Yeah, and just so we all know, uh, Mike the Baptist is uh, suffering from from what was it that happened? He's suffering from something evil that's happening to his yeah, voice this right is, now. This is this suffering, you know, it's just <laughs> um, the voice is gone and uh, there's stuff going around. So, okay. So good. So <laughs> this is part of the problem though. <laughs> just so you know, it's a perfect segue into this topic. It is suffering. It is. Yeah. It is. So 
I think it's good to start off by knowing that this question of what is evil is actually one of the greatest mysteries in philosophy. There's not a straight answer. There's not, uh, or at least a, a straight answer like two plus two equals four, and we can all agree on that. And if you don't agree, you're crazy or you're just being illogical. Right now, there, I can believe in what I think is evil, and you, you can have your own opinion. They're really in philosophy. You have a, a broad spectrum of what people would classify as being evil. So what, Mike, wh what do you have? What What is evil? I mean, G put the definition correctly. I mean, there's two sources based on philosophy, um, two, two different um, categories of evil. You have natural evil or physical evil that has to do with um, disasters like tsunamis, hurricanes, tornadoes, things that are not necessarily evoked by... Um, by 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 humanity um and then you have the moral evil where uh, humans are breaking what we would call a moral code or moral law um but obviously the mor moral part of that requires a transcendent moral framework meaning that all nations all people groups would have to agree on a set of moral laws that abide regardless of culture age mm -hmm. society which so we forth. don't right now we well don't. Um, well i mean i would i would argue that we do in the sense that um you know i think our culture today would disagree but i think i think uh practically as we look at how life is lived stealing um Agreed. lying if just if we just go to the most basic of stealing and lying uh, those two i think are are the most prevalent um, uh, moral laws that everybody, regardless of where you are, is true. You know, if, if you lie to anyone, doesn't matter if you're an indigenous um, uh, country or you are in a major city like New York City, you lie to somebody, you deceive somebody, you, you hide the truth from somebody, they're gonna be mad. They're going to want to know the truth. If you steal from somebody, you know, having brought in meal a meal that they hunted or a laptop that they purchased and you just take it from them, uh, there is this sense of, as we talked about in previous episodes, there's this oughtness to life that, that we ought not to lie, we ought not to steal. Um, you know, and you can just continue to go down, you know, in terms of, um, you know, the, the, the most pristine relationship that we have in, in marriage relationship you know, you ought not to cheat on your spouse. Um, you know, there, there, there's, a, there's a certain sense that these moral truths are transcendent regardless of, of uh, where we find ourselves. So I think in that regard, uh, the moral law would apply because once we see there's theft, once we see there is a, a lying, lying, and then we go back to, you know, other things that, that we can say that's tangible, you know, uh, murder, and and, uh, and and things like rape and those, you know and, and the abuse of of the innocent like children and so forth mm -hmm. I, I think across the board regardless of where, you, where you're from everyone can agree that you know I saw this thing on Facebook uh, the other day I'm not frequently on Facebook but when I was on Facebook I saw this thing and it pissed me off so I just scrolled off a bit real fast was 
this grown man was was beating the hell out of a out of a out of an infant like your daughter's age no, no yo way. and she was just in her changing table and he was just beating her face in. he would get murked yo and i was i just i could only watch like three seconds of it because i got so upset like i want i want to meet him and god forbid you know like i would i would jack like oh just my god thinking about just it right the thought now, of like, what i want to do to this dude just watching that uh, and even more than that like for anyone to have the audacity to post that is disturbing um and we see more of that we see more people uh not just posting things to make awareness of evil but it's an entertainment for people to uh to to, to post things that that seem evil and why are they evil? That's where the question, that's I guess what we're gonna talk about today is why would it be constituted as evil? Yeah, because if if what we're saying is true on the moral basis of evil, then evil really isn't subjective and re evil really isn't relative. I mean, yeah, I mean, you we know. We can use forms of it. We, we've had, you know, I've heard debates and I've heard uh, different lecturers talk about how in, you know, some countries, there might be an acceptance to, um, you know, killing other humans in a cannibalistic way. Um, you know, there might be some acceptance in, in some societies to do, you know, X, Y, and Z. But those societies have proven not to survive long term. You know, the, the, the Vikings, the, the, the ruthlessness yeah. of and the acceptance of that nature of evil prove that they're. Uh, you know their society was not going to to last in a progressive way um, so the void of a certain moral standard that's transcendent uh, became their downfall and I think wow. we've seen that yeah. in you know many other dynasties and and and, wow. and so, yeah Rome Greece yeah. Uh, Persia um, you know uh, other dynasties in some in some of the eastern yeah. countries where the void the complete void of a transcendent oh, sure, moral framework uh, automatically put them in a position where uh you know it was their it was their ultimate downfall that's, that's crazy to think about because if you think that may that may be completely true that that rome such a strong nation or such a strong empire at that time collapse and really what broke the legs of all of that could be exactly what you're saying it, that it's it the, it, the be, evilness right. of of the immorality is is killing it from within well the lack of morality stems from us people humans deeming ourselves to be god you know deeming ourselves to be the ones that determine morality mm -hmm. determine what is right and what is wrong questioning the the purpose and the authority of god and and his position as the one who creates the moral framework and our duty to fall in line with what he's established um when we play the role of god and we determine that we're going to establish um our and, it, and it's not to say laws in terms of you know how we need to uh, uh behave in in particular societal situations but overall the transcendent understanding of uh, 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 of of a moral framework and then building laws around the moral framework i.e the ten commandments and so forth um you know i think we we put ourselves in a position and those those uh, societies put themselves in a position where they became god 
they were the, the determinant and that relativistic mindset mm-hmm. got them in trouble. Definitely relativistic. Mm-hmm. Because you look at that and there's no way I'm just thinking in my own head, thinking about that same video you're saying. And I mean, we can parallel that to what you're talking about right now with Rome and how they did things and and the immorality of what they did. And it's like, I just can't see how that can ever be relative. Like in my own head, I'm looking at it and I'm like, there's no way the acts that they did, but yet it was because they were brought up a certain way or this king said that it was supposed to be deemed that way but it's funny that you mentioned god in the mix of that that we that's where where we really lose it is the fact that we ourselves now want to kind of take this foothold and say that we're god we want to step on the throne and we now can create our own moral code and we can create our own morality and what that looks like and i mean you look at some of the the countries that are that are run by dictators um the the people are generally voicing oppression and they are generally voicing uh, a desire to go back to what was so um, in, in in those kind of societies let's say right now like Venezuela is going through um, you know there's there's an oughtness to what they believe the government how the government should be running and there's this sense that the government is creating an evil order, um, causing the people to fall in line in a way that is unnatural to the meaning of life, but also the putting false value on people. And so I think the problem of evil addresses really at the core, what is the value of the individual? So, so what is evil then? Is evil when we're addressing like these things is evil the fact that i stub my toe and i st- it does it go so small and so minute to that point or i got a paper cut uh because we obviously know the extremes of it genocide starvation beating rape like we can we can understand that but how where is there a line I mean, J.P. Moreland, he's a philosopher, also a theologian. He stated, evil is a lack of goodness. It is goodness spoiled. You can have good without evil, but you cannot have evil without good. So, you know, in, in the sense that is any level of suffering, can it be deemed evil? And, you know, I think... That's a question, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think uh, the suffering piece of it, it's just telling of a fallen society, but the evil part uh, would be uh, the I, I I would I would imagine the evil part of it would be uh, how does the individual perceive the level of suffering in which like a second know, level stuff. thought process? Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess it, it 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 depends. You know, if I stub my toe on something and the suffering so great for me that I realize there is a f- I'm, I'm I'm not in a perfect world I'm not a perfect person yeah um, I have flaws I have weaknesses so it kind of puts me in perspective because my foot hurts so bad I'm on the floor holding yeah, my yeah. foot and my f- toes black and blue um, but that tiptoes on the line now of like uh, a relative view in that aspect right, yeah exactly, it tiptoes yeah. on the line of of 
act versus and that's versus why, motive. Yeah. And that's and why so, from the philosophical standpoint, yeah. it's moral and the the act has or to physical, be yeah right versus something that is that is a a, a, a a suffering consequence but the suffering piece of that where it's a reminder that we are not in a perfect mm -hmm. world and and there are, there are bad things that are going to happen to we us. relate suffering to evil but couldn't there be the opposite in suffering couldn't there be not not just evil but but good in suffering couldn't we find that instead of always looking at suffering as something I mean, that's there can bad be, there can be some good in suffering take for example my mother she's always had problems we occasionally go to the hospital every year but yet she's found that she's become more humble in the aspect whereas in someone who has say for example a physical ailment she's finding herself closer to god mm -hmm. like finding more hope and in that sense people occasionally they automatically go to that standard or that point of view saying because there's evil there can be no god yeah yeah um right you know i've heard certain examples and where um you, if you're taking your kid to get vaccines or uh you're giving your your cat a bath or whatever you know the reaction of your of your child or the reaction of the cat is is fighting and and they feel in that moment in their context they are suffering you know, they're 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 undergoing something. They're going undergoing a certain pain, or 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 you know, they're they're undergoing something that it's against what they would want to happen to them, and they don't see the benefit long term. That's funny. That's later a, on. That's you good. know, the cat is realizing, yo, I'm clean. That's good yeah. because a lot of times, it's me, when I was an atheist back in the day, hardcore atheist, that's. A really good argument right there is one that you know because who are you to be able to say well that's not suffering and who are you to continue that process when and, and i'm just looking at that parallel god to us you know who is god though but like you're saying you as the father i'm looking at my daughter right now and i'm giving her a shower and she doesn't want it but she needs it mm -hmm. and it's this long-term yeah. thing that she'll understand right now she doesn't but later she will and that's a beautiful parallel yeah and, and and you as the dad you are going through the suffering with her because she's that's crying yep. and that's you're good. comforting her and you're there with her and it doesn't eliminate the fact that she is actively reacting to something that she perceives as suffering like she is going through it mm -hmm. but you're right there with her to yeah. comfort her to guide her to to bring her through that what she perceives as suffering mm -hmm. but then like you said later on yeah. you know she she gets it yeah this normally is an issue as an atheist this was a normal issue when it came to theism like you can pose the question of evil but the question of evil was always attached to theism. Not an issue anywhere else. It almost was like swept under, under the rug for any other belief system, no matter what you were. But evil, theism. The problem of evil extends to every worldview, period. Because regardless, if we, let's be real, you're going to suffer and you're going to see evil regardless of the worldview you the, see. So I think the issue is now understanding and being a, a, a theist myself is that the problem with evil is that we're the only ones that think there's a problem.
and pose the issue of it being a problem. So everywhere else in all the other worldviews, they kind of sweep that evil problem. Oh yeah, we don't want somebody to bomb them, but I'm not going to throw it on my worldview. Where our worldview is upfront about evil. You hear it tons of times with people that have left the church. Why? Well, they're judging me. What are they judging? In the end, they're really judging something that you did that was evil. Not that I'm not saying that they should be doing that, but these are things that Christianity or 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 religion in 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 itself, depending on where you're from, because some religions are even more strict when it comes to do's and do nots and the do nots are seen and viewed as evil. And so we're really the ones that say, quote unquote, the problem with evil. And so we kind of throw it out there and say, guys, wait, 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 there's an issue here. Right. Like, and, and I love it that we're able to do that because in Christianity, we're one of the only ones that can say, Hey guys, here, here, there's an issue here, but Hey guys, here's the solution. Mm -hmm. Yep. Here's the solution. And that makes it real. It's so much more real. If you go to the extreme of atheism, so let's go back to you being an atheist. If, if the reason why they go so hard on God, specifically uh, the God of the Bible, they, you don't really hear, you know, you go online, you hear, all yeah. they really go in on the God of the Bible, putting him on trial. And the interesting thing about them doing that is several things, but two in particular that I'm going to mention. The first is if they're right, there's no God, then the solution is none because now the atheist has to wrestle with the understanding that there is no moral framework there's no person that or there is no authority that's going to hold this evil accountable that one day the payment for the evil is going to be supreme and and so as an atheist should you get abused should you be a victim of a crime should you endure any level of uh, uh, of of what you would deem evil or suffering can't be upset then you can't because if if the purpose of my suffering was as the result of being victimized whether it's a rape or 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 any other type of thing then i just have to accept the fact that it is our dna operating in the animal-like system so we're animals just operating off animal dna and that's just the behavior of that person taking it out on me so it is what it is you shrug it off and you keep walking there is no comfort Mm -hmm. there is no solution it you just got dealt with you you just exist and that's it you got dealt with you know things got handed to you Mm -hmm. and that's that's where it ends and you know and and that's tough that's tough from a from just a pure um from just a being real like a real human standpoint like but they would rather they would rather that they would rather that than have the accountability well the reason yeah the reason why is that accountability piece they would rather it has nothing to do with the fact that maybe god is who he says he is where i would it's the fact that we don't want to be held accountable for Mm -hmm. our evil no one no one does for my evil my evil might not be rape my evil might not be abusing children my evil might not be those things but the minute 
evil, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the lies, the little things that we call, we think aren't so bad. Yeah. I don't want to be held accountable. They, and they, that. and, and the biblical view puts a God that, that some people may see puts your life as a Truman show and may even go further than that and go into your mind. Truman so show now, was a good movie. Though. Great movie. Truman, Truman show it was, was dope. amazing. Yeah. It was super dope. I, that, yeah. Had no idea that he was being watched. I mean, as I was watching it, it was like, Oh snap. Like when this he hit the dope. wall, I was, it, I was, it was like, rap. he better open up the door. The movie better not end here. Like these dudes messed up. Yeah. They just they messed up. <laughs> but I don't out. understand how he didn't find out before. Like, he never wants oh, to go yeah. to like Disney or nothing like to get away. He like, only it's a perfect example of you know what you know. It's crazy. You get what I'm saying? He he didn't know. It's crazy. There was no Disney. They literally televised everything. I mean, if it was me, I would have been like, I want to see what's over there. Yeah. And he never wants to go over uh, there. there. There's showers so, and stuff like that. So you weird. Don't go anyway. That way. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> but Sidebar. you put that Truman show and then you put it to what you're saying. No one wants to be accountable for their acts, but God takes it and 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 Christ puts it to a whole nother level and says, hey, this isn't just the Truman show on what you do with your hands and your feet and your body. I know what you do in your mind. I'm there. I'm hearing it. I'm, I, I understand the motive. You say that that you you're. You're angry at this dude for killing this guy, but how many people have you wanted to kill? And in your mind have killed them over and over and over again. I see them both as the same thing. Or I mean, how even Jesus stated it when, say for example, they asked him or he was explaining how even just looking at another man's wife is basically committing adultery. And we don't want that. Me as an atheist, when I was an atheist, I felt this this false freedom that that I was able to do whatever I wanted and 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 it all stemmed from that that the accountability is now off of the table because there is no greater than me I am the last I'm it I'm the dot on the pen and all of this all of this comes to this question of what is evil back in the day Mike Mike let me tell you I used to, I would go in and it's not something to brag about, but it's something to understand what happened and what he took me out of. I mean, here, here's what happens if we can break it down, right? As an atheist, you have this problem of evil and I would bring it up to a theist and I would say, you guys, your God doesn't exist. And I'd go straight to the God. Why? Well, because you have a logical issue there's a fallacy when it comes to evil and they say no 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 they can both coexist and i say so here's the formula very easy Mm -hmm. right you have god and god equals what god equals omniscient right god equals omnipotent right and then god equals omnibenevolent there we go i had to like throw that one up right all good and if you have this guy, this God that that understands everything, that has seen everything in the future, this God that is all powerful, that can do anything. So now I seen I can do and I'm all good. So I'm all loving. I'm all good. I am the essence of all these things. Then the premise is this is how how any atheist would look at the logical argument for the problem of evil is if I see that there's going to be evil, 
and I can do something about it. I can see it. I'm omniscient. I can do something about it. I'm omnipotent. And I, it's in my nature to have to do it because I'm good. Then you, you will eradicate it. So why is, so here's where the, where it comes. It now goes from that, right? Now, God plus omniscient, omnipotent, omnibenevolent, benevolent equals no evil. But when you put evil underneath that and say, but there is evil, that's where the logical contradiction comes into play. And now thus, there is no God or there is no God that is omniscient, omnipotent, and all good. So the then I, the counter question or the counter thought would be if if evil is sawed if evil is viewed and evil needs to be dealt with so eliminated you use the word eliminated then if i look at if i'm god and i'm all knowing like you said mm -hmm. i'm all powerful and i'm good or i'm all loving and i need to eliminate the source of evil then to what degree of that am I eliminating? Do I eliminate your thoughts about that woman? And now because knowing that you had those thoughts about that woman, you would be eradicated. It's not an external thing that we're going to eradicate just only the fact that there was abuse or there was a, a you know, a, a victimization that that could be viewed. So we eliminate that. But let's say before the victimization came, you being in front of your computer or you, um, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, having a relationship with anyone and, and, and like you said, you want to murder somebody. To what degree of the evil do we then eradicate? Yeah, so the question is, are you okay with you being eradicated as being a conduit of evil? Yeah. No, so, that's a beautiful, that's, so that's a beautiful way to see it. And they, I say they now, uh, because I'm, I'm batting for the, I got a different Jersey on, I'm batting for the other team, but, uh, they, they look at it as from starting point. So you're bringing it up as a, uh, a post Apple, right? Because but they're looking at it as a pre Apple. So Apple right there, Adam, Eve, that's it. That's where we're at. And we're right before it happens. So right. God sees it. So, so none of us are here. None of this stuff has ever happened. They're saying, why wouldn't he just eradicate it? Which this is, this is something that goes back to Augustus. This is something that goes back to, uh, to Thomas Aquinas, to Plato. It goes back far, far, far people going at each other on this same subject, mm -hmm. like we're doing still today. So this hasn't been it hasn't been solved. It's really just my opinion versus your opinion. But one thing I want to point out is there's a premise here that no one ever talks about. All right. So me as an atheist, I'm bringing up two premises. I'm basically saying one, your, your God, your God, basically the argument is valid from a point of view of looking at it. Uh, but the the philosophical man, I can't speak G today for absolutely. He's got a bad voice, and I can't speak. It's because I, I brought donuts for everybody. That's and he what it was. To eat them so. And G refused my taquitos. So everybody's crazy. Everybody's jacked up today. So, 
So eat let's a protein cookie that it. has 30 grams of sugar, <laughs> extreme amount of sugar. Well, like seven and then Dunkin' Donuts was brought, and I, I, it doesn't even say how many grams is on here. Shout out to Dunkin' Donuts if you want to sponsor, prove your reason. <laughs> it, <That's> does, <laughs> it doesn't say that. So the premise is that the debate is normally focused on the preposition that starting with God cannot exist with that's a premise. So I'm basically stating God just can't exist with evil. So you have to believe that right off the bat. So I'm already putting you and saying you're saying that. And I can't do that in a logical argument. I shouldn't be able to, to state a premise that I have no idea if that's the way you really view it. Right? So he, he cannot exist with. And the second thing is, or would he want to prevent all evils? So those are the two premises that we have to understand. And from that, way back in the day, came a, an argument which had its own word, which is really cool. It's called theodicy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So theodicy is basically, it defends, uh, it's the defense of basic, of, of God's goodness and omnipotence in the view of the existence of the evil. So it's basically defending. It's not proving God. So just so we understand that it is not a proof of God. It is just a defense saying that evil and God can, there is, there is the ability for them to exist at the same time. Right. So the, the trilemma that you mentioned about his, his, you know, knowledge and power. Yeah, and yeah, I have knowledge. It takes it, it off of the yeah, table right. because my fallacy in my logical mm. argument as an atheist was broken before I ever said the argument because I stated a premise that was untrue or unrealistic or not what my person in front of me was believing. So you come back and say, well, well, no, I actually think that those things can happen. And here's where here's where some things get pretty crazy, too. Because I don't know if you guys have heard of process theology or you guys have heard of open theism. Open theism, yeah. Process so theology, open theism explain. says this. So we guys know we got the omnipotent, the omnibenevolent, uh, and then the omni omniscient. Process theology says, well, dang, all I need to do is take away one of those. And if I take one of those away, then yeah, the equation that this atheist is telling me works. Because all I need to do is say, well, you're not all knowing. Right. So you, so you didn't know. compromise one of exactly. God's attributes, which Christian faith, we don't compromise don't, any bro, of his attributes. Bro, there, it is real. Yeah, I know. There is process theology, this open theism that says if God lacks any one of these qualities, then the logical problem of evil is resolved. We're good. And people live with that. They pick one. And that's what they believe. Which one do we get rid I mean, of? Then you have a you have other problems that arise because now you've just changed. Every, you've changed depending God. on what you're. Yeah. So so as humans, I'm not in a position to change God. I'm not in a position to alter him. I didn't invent God. So if if I invented God, then I could change yeah. what I understand and what I believe about him. But because I didn't invent God, God created the heaven and earth, so all that is seen and unseen. You're he's outside, he's yeah. the creator. I'm the created. I cannot alter who he is. Yep. I just have to learn more about him. 
but by doing that and eliminating then i just create a new god and that's crazy yeah that's a form that's of the theodicy that i would say definitely to stay away from definitely yeah i mean we've been talking about this since the beginning episode with culture or in the worldviews where basically people they want to see their own god we've mentioned it earlier before people don't want to be judged in that aspect of the evil they are doing but say for example you were to present that whole god and evil can coexist god yes he there was the possibility of evil but in the end it is our choice we decided to go against god in that nature yeah and evil basically is the contradiction of the holy nature of god which but, brings us to the like a which is a theodicy which is the free will right. so the free uh even even uh theologians like john calvin believed in that version from of the, the beginning from the beginning the free will uh theodicy and yeah. and what we what we're talking about is this yet we already see that there's a broken problem there and what we're saying is that while evil exists god is either not responsible for creating the evil or he's not guilty for creating the evil and out of those things yeah so uh i've heard this example used before where as as god's creating so if he created my leg you know he created my leg to do all things that could possibly be done with my leg based on his design and the use of my leg can be used for both uh, worship but also can be used for counter worship or evil some the opposite of what it was designed for so i can either use my legs to to walk into uh, a place of poverty and help the situation or I can use my legs to kick the dude in the face, you know, who who disrespected me. Like so, kick the dude that was kicking the baby. Yeah, yeah, and I would even argue that that would be a form of justice that I can just <laughs> kick him in the face. So, using the same thing that God created, but God giving me the ability to make a decision as to whether I'm going to use it for good or use it. Uh, in contrast, you know, contrast, yep. then, you know, then that, that is uh, a choice that I, that I have. So if there is the existence of love in general, you know, having a wife, you know, my relationship with my wife, there are decisions that we have to make in order to maintain our relationship. So it's not a, a robotic thing. It's something that we have to decide on. We mm-hmm. have to decide yeah. uh, that we're going to do X, Y, and Z uh, and that we're not going to do X, Cause, Y, and Z. And there's a there's a decision that has to be yep. made. And that that falls in line with uh, Augustus. He he was he was one that said that evil is a corruption of goodness caused by humanity. So it was us that that type of mindset that that god was perfectly good that he created a world out of nothing and that evil is the result of of humanity's original sin that the entry of evil into the world is explained as punishment for sin and its continued presence is due to humans misuse of their of what they're capable of doing Mm -hmm. yeah exactly we we then chose it from the start we then and 
and because of that he can coexist he could teach there's a man going into this and and knowing how many different versions of this that that you can that is understood as thought like there's uh john hick believes that um i mean he wrote a book of a bunch of theodities uh but one of the things that he said is basically like god this is all a test he imperfectly made us so he didn't make us fully he kind of made us at 75 percent. this is the best way i can explain it he made us at 75 percent, and then that's why we need some suffering and some evil oh, yeah. because it brings us to this point but then you pose the argument of so then why do babies die because they didn't go through any any of those points they didn't even know what happened throughout that time so if we needed to go through a certain process to develop us up into a hundred percent of whatever he made us to be then that in itself destroys the argument there's some really crazy things people can believe when it comes to where evil came from and how god sits when it comes to evil well i mean we put god on trial as the first point we put him on trial his we question his character um generally it's when we've gone through a certain level of suffering when we've uh been a victim of evil we put god on trial because we know um you know we know within ourselves we know who he is okay now um you know i think as people particularly our culture we want to bypass our responsibility when it comes to the equation you so we pass it yeah we we don't for one our culture we don't want to endure pain mm -mm. so you know we have lifestyles that we want to uphold and so we take pain meds i'm not you know and, and having been in a car accident you know i've been taking pain meds right now but we take pain meds for very minor mm -hmm. issues you know minor headache yeah. uh, minor knee tweak in order to eradicate suffering like we want to eliminate suffering so much mm -hmm. that we find shortcuts and i think this culture and this society the reason why all these things are being brought back up which are valid as we seek to identify and seek to uh to obtain value as people because that's what we're looking to establish that god you know god i, I you're eliminating my value and i want to reestablish my value I've been a victim. I've I've seen suffering, and so people are worth more than what we're seeing. So they're automatically putting a value on people, and not necessarily, um, you know, attributing some of the evil to be our fault. In the That's sense huge, that, yeah. you know, when when there is suffering in the world or there's conflicts in the world, how much of it is our fault? Even the natural disasters that happen how much of, of the natural disasters that are occurring are as a result of our misuse of natural resources okay. causing environmental disasters. Like how much of, 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 you know, of the ailments that we see, the, 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 the diseases that are happening, the need for all these vaccines and so forth, are as the result of our misuse and our carelessness mm -hmm. and um, and our our greed a lot of what we do is self-inflicted and yet we you know and God in his sovereignty in many ways is allowing it 
to to point everyone back to himself his ultimate desire is is not so much at this point in in anthropology at this point uh his desire and at at all points it's always ha it has always been to demonstrate his goodness and his grace so that you would see who he is and you would worship him like that is the purpose as to why we created now if our purpose in life was to have ultimate pleasure is to have no suffering is if that was the main focus of life and that was all that life is then Ravi Zacharias had posed an amazing question that I heard um, not too long ago in that if that is the ultimate reason we exist is for pleasure then why is it that so much of the pleasure that we endure in this life it is so fleeting why is it that it leaves us with so much emptiness yeah, if we want more. when we get all no when we get everything that we think we want and we have you know all the resources it's that not we enough. think we want it's just not enough it's, we always want more and more and more and more yeah. so maybe that's not the place or, or that's not the purpose and it always stems back all this topic that we're talking about stems back to why was i created or why am i here it goes back to origin yeah the purpose why is it that x and how fulfilling it is when you're in in what people would call right his walk and that's where we would find the place of our of our definition that's where we find the place of our morality that's our where identity. we find the place of our identity yeah. that's where we find the place of our value is why was i designed or why was i created so we need to we need to understand that we need to remember that piece and we need to go back to the what the original issue is that's the original issue mm -hmm. is if we think all these things are bad it's because there is original intent there was an original purpose and that's why we're, we're struggling with this so much is because we want to go back to what is truly the purpose and if i if i were to argue that you know our true purpose is to worship god is for god to demonstrate himself through all of creation and show who he is in all of creation then the fact that we suffer a certain season or the fact that he allows certain things to happen is ultimately to point back point you back to himself which, yeah yeah which which is a real another really really good thought when it comes to uh there were some some people that thought way back in the day that what would we have without that portion of suffering how would i really know that something was good or how would i and this was a thought that someone had and said how would i know happiness without tears or how would i know i don't like what it says which is basically that we have to have evil because there is goodness i don't believe when it comes to the bottom of that but in the what it's saying though does rain true yeah but it, it, there is there is a a realism to that in present day but i think i think we have to deal with what we're dealing with now like right now today regardless of where you stand in your worldview you're going go, to go through suffering regardless of how much money no, you have yeah. you're going to to go through or you're going to experience some level of evil in this lifetime so that's the reality that we have to deal with we can't escape that reality by saying, well, the origins of this and that doesn't make sense, blah, 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 and then try to, you know, make those things happen from, 
from a philosophical standpoint, even though we're, we're having philosophical discussion, mm-hmm. we, what we have to deal with on a day-to-day basis is the reality that this is present now, so how do you deal with it today? And as you backtrack to see, well, where did it come from? What happened here? What happened there? Um, that's all good, and it's important because it shows us what the original intent should have been of our life mm-hmm. and why we pursue pleasure. Why do we want happiness? Why, why is it that nothing on this earth can ultimately satisfy our desires? And those are all great. But the reason why we can go there is because we, we're dealing with a real problem. There are people who are really going through suffering. And I've said it, I think, the past few episodes. You know, there are people that, are, that have really been raped. Yeah. There have been people that have really been abused in other ways. There are people that have really have really been the victimizers they've they're the ones who've murdered you know maybe we we're we're reaching people right now in prisons that you know have have murdered and are you know and are are in prison or you know people have murdered who haven't got caught you know i know i know people who who have done things for the military that that have taken massive amounts of lives and you know i myself you know having having not the most uh, clean a record when it comes to dealing with people, you know, I can put myself in a category of a criminal. You can put yourself in category of criminal. We can all put ourselves in category of being a lawbreaker at some point. And um, you know, the, the the reality of 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 our circumstance is that we are suffering and we're going to suffer. And it's um, it, 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 there's no way to prevent suffering at this point. And I think what some of the f- philosophies try to do is try to soften the blow of suffering rather than confronting it head on uh, and making it a, a reality, you know, in life. I mean, yeah, touching upon all that information, suffering in itself, people always occasionally, like we've been talking about previous episodes, say, for example, my take on it in the occult realm when I was jumping from an atheist to being in the occult, I saw suffering as a way of having lessons, so to say, but in my aspect, evil was all that was God, as I was basically on the opposite side of everything. Basically, what I was doing, even though in a sense it was evil, I saw everything as good, even though that God was good and righteous, but I never really considered the whole aspect of what we're talking about now is the problem of evil. Yes, there's a problem of evil. We've been talking about it, but also what Christianity focuses mostly on, which is the solution. Mike's been saying it, and Ivan has been saying it as well. God is always the solution. People think, oh, how can God allow evil? God is not going to allow evil. In the end, evil will be dealt with. Evil will be thrown with the devil into the pit of fire. And with everybody that's passing the baton, because I know we all have gone through that, We've all gone through the phase of wanting to and are still, like you're saying, Mike, knowing what we know and the people that we know that are suffering right now, you have this wanting and this urge to to wanna take it off of you. Like like yep. I don't wanna be accountable for any of this. Like I've done things and I want it to, to come off. But and and you look for that that in a bottle. You know, or you look for that in a pill or you look for it in a drug or you look for it in another person, some form of idolatry, some form of like even even something as precious as like 
uh, your your own kids, and even that, like you're saying, Mike, is fleeting. It's not enough. I mean, and, and even some forms of of the suffering that we endure, as we mentioned, how the question of how much of it is self inflicted, um, you know, but also how much of it is 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 us paying a consequence of our sin, like us having a certain yep. level of judgment as a result of what we have done or what, you know, of a decision that we made or a position we put ourselves in, how much of it is God exercising a certain level of judgment for now to ward us away from the eternal judgment that is to come if we don't cling to the sun. Yeah. Second Corinthians, uh, I believe it's uh, 12 9 says that my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in your weakness and therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me countercultural a verse like that is because we're we're told at a young age that no, I'm supposed to boast in my strengths. I want my gold star. I want my number one medal. I want my best yeah. picture on yeah, social media. I'm, that's it. I want the best version of me. And God is saying, no, 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 no. Like how you are right now, my grace is sufficient enough for you. You can rest in that. It's beautiful that that word is used that now rest. How many more? It weighs on you wanting to do that wanting to be the best version of you wanting to to take away the accountability wanting to say well dang i did all this bad so i need to i need to do good and i need to do it's not enough good not enough good i need to do more and more and more to be to to wash away the bad that i did you'll never be able to do that but christ is saying come because my grace is sufficient it's over i'm enough all that that you wanted, it's I'm enough for it. And now you can rest. And he and, and Christian faith is the only worldview that provides the real solution for suffering, that provides the real solution for evil in that it will be dealt with. It is being dealt with. It has been dealt with in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, in, in, in the reality that he has suffered alongside of us he has endured every kind of evil when he was here on earth he confronted every kind of evil when he was here on earth um and he set standards that were that were not previously acknowledged uh and and people hated him for it and they killed him for it um you know and and being in a position where he is um he is he is he is uh, uh, God. He uh, positioned himself in such a way, being no, all knowing, all powerful, where he allowed suffering to happen to him. Mm -hmm. So forget just preventing suffering to us or to you, whoever's it. listening. He could have stopped it for himself when he said. Right when he was going to go on the cross, I could send That's a good. legion of angels right now. Just what, just annihilate all this. But you know what? I'm going to endure suffering for my people. I'm going to show you and I'm going to relate 
in every way imaginable in fulfillment of the law to suffer alongside of you and in fact i promise that you will also suffer but the good news is that me having the ability to eradicate all suffering for myself i'm going to endure it and not only did he endure it he promised the resurrection he didn't promise the resurrection in a fictitious way, in a mythical way. He promised a bodily resurrection. He's like, these cats are going to come search for me. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be in the tomb. Empty. And it was the empty tomb. And then he presented himself to people. Days. And there are non-biblical sources affirming the historical uh, 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 accuracies of that. But in addition to that, you see the surge of Christianity just rise up. Because people not only saw him in in at post-resurrection but they the, they were the eyewitnesses over 500 eyewitnesses who were gonna imagine 500 people 500 people you know in your neighborhood to be like yo christ resurrected they can all attest to the resurrection of christ and they walk around town they're like yo this dude resurrected remember the remember christ he walked around he was healing people yo dude just resurrected and and they know these credible people and, and back in the days they didn't even account for the women and children yeah, right. So, so, and we're talking about all kinds of people. You know, we're talking about uh, uh, people in positions of power. We're talking about people that were, you know, uh, nominal people, you know, maybe uneducated people, all kinds of people. Like, yo, this guy has a really good reputation. If he said it, yeah, that's crazy. It, it must have happened. And then not only through the word of mouth, but the power of God through the, pre the, the presentation of the gospel from Peter and the apostles and the Holy Spirit descending on people, transforming people's lives. The surge of Christianity to go from like a handful to just thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people that were willing to suffer for the testimony that Jesus resurrected from the dead. That's crazy. That's insane. It had to be. These people were convinced, not from a philosophical way, but from a real tangible point of view, that this happened. But also, the touch of of Christ touched their lives. That's what I'm and saying. And in that, there's, you know, proof. So much more to you that 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 believe and haven't seen him yet. You know, we the evidence is in the touch of the lord the breath of grace that he gives us and when he touches us that that being able to 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 suffer for him comes from this yearning inside of just knowing hey like i'm enough i'm good it, it that's it i mean the promise of hope that's what everybody's clinging to that's, that's what, what this want. whole discussion yeah. really is we it's need where's our hope lie you know does our hope lie in the fact do we hope that god doesn't exist so that there's no accountability but then ultimately there's no payment for evil there's no justice for evil there's no forgiveness for my evil like there's there's a nothingness so if i get sick of life i just take my life because there is no ultimate purpose or meaning so there's a there might be a hope and a comfort in that but there's a real hope and comfort from the fact that God of create the one who created us, the one who who God created, he yeah. suffered alongside us. Like, bam, he suffered and he promises and that, that it was it is finished. finished. And that transformation that we all look for, that looking good, that wanting to be better, that number one, that transformation 
is another transformation that happens. We now become transformed lives, not in the way that we would have wanted in a fleshly in my own type of way, but I'm now transformed. And you know, the, the, the false understanding of some of the, the skeptics are, okay, well, I'll just commit murder and then I'll ask Jesus to come to my heart and then I'm good. Like, nah, dude, like when Christ touches you, like when you have a relationship with Jesus, you mourn over the fact that you, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, you yeah. mourn over the fact that you just lied. Like you feel like you murdered a man when you felt like you just you know. like that. Like your life is just completely rocked in one way where you mourn the, the, the sin in your mm -hmm. life and there's a real suffering that you go through, but then you're also mourning the sense that, God, I'm not worthy not of worthy, your yeah. forgiveness. And you walk around every day remembering all the sin, all the crimes that you committed and that you have been forgiven and you're not worthy of that. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Every day you're going through that. You didn't, you can't pay for it. Yeah, that's crazy. Unworthy. And it's not just a clean escape. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I did this. I'm going to just accept Jesus. In my that's not the way it rolls, homie. Like, that's not the way it goes. You, you go through it. Like, you really go through suffering knowing that you've been forgiven of crimes that you've committed. You were the victimizer. And undeserved. You want to give everything back. You yeah, want to go yeah. to the person you victimized. You're like, yo, forgive me. Here's the money. Here's 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 the shirt off my back. I'll go that's, to prison for you. Whatever you need. That's I've the been transformation forgiven. that we want to see. That's what's necessary. That's what's needed. That's what that's what's needed. So following up, understanding evil. Evil's with us. Evil's all around us and we're seeing now that evil has been not only paid for and not only addressed but evil has also been destroyed and conquered on the cross so thank you guys for listening to pbr again this is proof beyond reason coming at you guys live this is religion man we got mike the baptist we got geology, geology. and uh please remember uh we want to hear what you guys have to say we want to hear if you if you thought that we were completely crazy on what we were saying please we have a twitter we have a YouTube, we have an iTunes, we have a Facebook. You guys can come at us or you can just inbox us at proofbeyondreason at gmail.com. That's probably one of the easiest ways. Or just comment wherever you guys hear us. Like us on Facebook, Proof Beyond Reason, uh, and you guys will get new episodes. Let's give a shout out real quick to Matthew Movement, one of our sponsors that's putting us out there. Uh, real clothing with a, uh, with a purpose clothing with some design and some purpose behind it man get wear what you believe man get some get some nice raw clothing on man get some stuff going that's what i'm rocking right now that's it that's why his voice is like that it's too hard for him <laughs> it's too much for him uh and and you guys can check us out next week we will be coming at you with our fifth our fifth or our sixth man sixth. we're on a roll sixth. right now we're going so you guys are coming at us right at the beginning uh and it's proof beyond me, man. We want to hear. We want to hear. We want to hear. <laughs>